Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Seven in our nation's capital right now. Glad you're in with us this morning on WTOP. Traffic takes a turn for the worse. You'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, December 15th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour Friday on WTOP for you. Several people are in the hospital after a hit and run near a local courthouse. I'm Scott Gelman. The latest in the seismic news about the Caps and Wiz likely moving to Northern Virginia. If the Caps and Wizards do leave D.C., there will be less foot traffic and people in the area in general. I'm Nick Ainelli. Something big happened right next door. And it could affect future students. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Forty. Israel reports recovering another hostage body from Gaza as the U.S. issues strong suggestions to Israel to scale back its war there and take more care to protect civilians. Foreign correspondent Ramey Innocencio. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan in Israel today pressed Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on a timeline. Two U.S. officials tell CBS News Israel's current phase of its offensive should be completed in two to three weeks, followed by lower levels of bombing for several months. And very much related to the Middle East war, several Western European nations are on heightened security alert after seven arrests on Thursday in connection with suspected terror plots against Jewish targets in Europe. In this country on Capitol Hill, a Senate panel heard about substance abuse among older Americans. Committee Chairman Senator Bob Casey of Pennsylvania reporting it's apparently becoming a bigger and bigger problem. Mortality from drug overdoses among people aged 60 and older has more than tripled, tripled between the year 2000 and, and 2020. And also in the Senate. Just in time for the holidays, the Senate is giving our military a present, the justice and back pay they so richly earned and deserved. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Finally, we're able to right the wrong of Senator Tuberville's illogical, hurtful and dangerous holds. Hundreds of high-ranking officers have waited for months for their promotions and new pay grades, delayed by the senator who blocked the approvals over a Pentagon abortion policy. He finally relented last week. Stacy Lynn, CBS News, Washington. The doctor and his wife who were on the Bravo cable TV reality show Below Deck have been arraigned in a New York court accused of filling out bogus opioid prescriptions using the names of cast members from the show. Details on that from Dick Brennan of CBS New York. Francis and Jessica Martinez pleaded not guilty at their arraignment. Prosecutors say Francis Martinez, a urologist, had sent to Suffolk County pharmacies numerous prescriptions for oxycodone using the names of former Below Deck cast members. And then this from suburban New York, a real track and bull story from New Jersey. Here's CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell. If you ask some New Jersey commuters why they were late to work, you can plainly see their excuse is bull. You heard that right. A runaway bull ran into the commuter train tracks in Newark across the Hudson River from Manhattan. Service was delayed for about 45 minutes before it was corralled. No word yet on where this bull came from. Dow futures are up 47 points. S&P futures up about five. NASDAQ futures up 23. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. WTOP at 103. Good Friday morning. It's December 15th, 2023. Clear, very cold. Veronica said the low should be 30 to 35 before we're done. 31 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour Friday morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you locally as we roll into this morning together Friday here at T.O.P. The latest is where we begin on a hit and run near a local Rockville courthouse. Happened Thursday afternoon. City police are out with an arrest now or an arrest warrant for a 44-year-old of Gaithersburg, Maryland. They say he ran into three people before just driving off. It happened around 2.30 Thursday afternoon near the circuit courthouse in Rockville. Rockville City Police say a 79-year-old woman, a 22-year-old man, and an 18-year-old man were hit by a dark-colored SUV, which then left the area. All of them were taken to the hospital, but the 22-year-old has been released. The other two are still hospitalized. Police say they're in serious condition. Walter Giovanni Marquez Aviles has been charged with three counts of attempted murder and three counts of first-degree assault. Our partners at 7 News report the people hit by the car say the driver was on the other side of a criminal case they were involved with. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 104. Reaction still pouring in about the Wizards and Capitals' potential move to Northern Virginia this week. Monumental Sports in Virginia have been in talks right now about a deal to build a $2 billion sports and entertainment district in the Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. The night before the official announcement was made this week, D.C.'s mayor offered half a billion dollars to help revamp Capital One Arena. But D.C. Councilmember Charles Allen tells us here in WTLP, despite him urging city leaders to focus on the much-needed repairs at Capital One back this summer in August, he saw the city's official offer at the same time as everyone else. The first time that I or my colleagues ever saw a proposal on paper was the same time you saw that. That was hours after the deal had been made in Virginia. So I don't know where the urgency was. I don't know where the aggressive strategy was. I think that is deeply concerning. It was what I tried to warn about months ago is that we needed to focus on this. Rather than focusing on the shiny object, which would be a less fruitful deal for D.C.'s economy, we needed to focus on Cap One Arena. And that didn't happen. And I think that's why we find ourselves where we are. The deal between monumental sports owners Ted Leonsis and Virginia still allows him to continue to bargain with D.C. if he chooses to. And new this morning, as a big deal, as big a deal as it was made about the Potomac Yard Metro being a huge reason that the teams wanted to move to Virginia, apparently no one actually contacted Metro on this issue before this week's announcement. To that end, GM Randy Clark says this morning nobody even called him. Clark tells our partners at 7 News this week that he was not involved in any discussions at all related to the project. It was just earlier this week, you may remember, that Clark warned there could be major service cuts to Metro Rail and Bus if D.C., Maryland, and Virginia combined cannot provide extra funding to make up for a $750 million deficit. It's 106 Friday morning on WTLP. So how do people who live around Capital One Arena feel about the caps and whiz and moving out? I definitely wish they would stay because I know this area is going to go downhill probably. That is the general feeling we're getting here from people who live right around the corner from Capital One Arena. They tell WTOP when there's a Wizards or a Caps game, it's a fun atmosphere and they don't want to lose that. It actually does feel pretty busy. You see tons of people in jerseys and walking around taking the metro. I think it's good for public transit. Um, It feels pretty energetic and active and even though it's not necessarily people who live in this neighborhood it's got good energy 
That was pretty exciting, man. Pretty upbeat, a lot of traffic. And just awesome people, man. You know, people from all cultures and walks of life, full of smiles, full of joy. When they win, they're happy-go-lucky. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 107 Friday morning. If the two teams do move to Potomac Yard in Alexandria, Virginia, they will be neighbors to a Virginia Tech campus that's currently under construction. Digital expertise is pervasive in absolutely everything we do. Marco Charsky with Virginia Tech says the innovation campus will open next year. Its focus has been on computer science and engineering, the kind of technical talent that Amazon and Boeing need. Well, yesterday, something big happened right next door. He can envision lots of partnerships with monumental sports and entertainment. Everything from selling tickets to giving a coaching staff the data analyzed about the opponent when it's 78% humidity on a three-quarter full moon. That's the kind of world in which we live. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Stick around. Coming up this morning, our Friday morning, December 15th here on WTLP. Right after traffic and weather and your money news, we will be looking at stuff for you to watch this weekend. We've got some ideas for you. Working on a You're with WTLP and Dean Lane. At 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Butch Seltzer with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody in Virginia. Disabled vehicle, the right lane, the right shoulder are blocked in Quantico on 95 southbound at the Quantico Triangle. 395 northbound at Washington Boulevard. Only the two left lanes get by. We have road construction closing two lanes in Lorton on 95 northbound at the Lorton, at Lorton Road. We're jammed in Roslyn. That continues due to construction. We have the right lane closed 66 westbound between Lee Highway and Sprout Run Parkway. Capitol Beltway inner loop between the Dulles Toll Road and George Washington Parkway. Roadwork has only the right lane getting by through the work zone. Southbound 95 after Prince William Parkway. Only the right lane gets by. Construction on 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel towards Glebe Road. Traffic is moving very slowly there. In Maryland, great news at accident in Gaithersburg on 270 southbound between Shady Grove Road and West Montgomery has been all cleared with all lanes reopened. We have an accident in Germantown on Father Hurley Boulevard at Wisteria Drive. On the Baltimore Washington Parkway, northbound after 175. We have road work there with only a lane getting by. On the inner loop beltway between 355 and Connecticut Avenue, only two right lanes get by. In the district, 3rd Street Tunnel, northbound, down to a single lane, headed towards New York Avenue. Construction has the right lane closed at New York Avenue, inbound at Florida Avenue. And the water service repairs continue. That has the roadway closed on Gallatin Street in both directions, between 16th and 13th Street. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Cold start here early this morning. Skies clear, winds light. Temperatures will rise very quickly into the mid to upper 50s today. That's overperforming temperatures with average now at 49 degrees. Mostly sunny skies and a mainly clear evening. Your evening, our temperatures will be in the 40s. Saturday, beautiful too. Mid 50s expected with just some high clouds moving in during the afternoon. On storm alert for Sunday, possible alert Monday, still going to be mild, but windswept rains will be moving through. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 31 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning about our Friday morning, December 15th, here on TOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. 
WTLP Friday morning, December 15th at 110. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in now with Ian. Washingtonian Magazine reports that Clyde's Restaurant Group may pull out of Gallery Place if the planned move of the Capitals and the Wizards to Northern Virginia goes through. The Biden administration will impose inflation penalties on dozens of drug makers. Reuters reporting it's part of the Inflation Reduction Act. It penalizes drug manufacturers for charging prices that rise faster than inflation for people on Medicare. A record close for the Dow, up 158 points. The S&P up 12, the NASDAQ up 28. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. Overseas this 1 a.m. hour, our first check this morning in the 1 a.m. hour. Asian stocks mainly higher this morning. The Nikkei is up by 244 points. The Kospi's up 17. The Hang Seng is up 352. The Shanghai, though, is down by 15 now. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 112. Welcome in. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. <laughs> Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got 1200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. It's Friday, December 15th. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, thanks for starting your early morning and the 1 a.m. hour Friday with us here at TOP. Welcome in. Clear, very cold. Veronica says the low by daybreak should be around 30 to 35. We're at 31 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. It's 113 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Shifting gears, checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. New at the movies, Timothy... Chalamet stars in Wonka. It's about a young Willy Wonka before he created that world-famous chocolate factory you've seen in other movies and possibly read about as a kid. In this scene this morning, Wonka has invented a laundry machine, apparently, that involves having a dog walk on a treadmill. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you a brand new contraption of my creation, an innovation in laundrification. Shrub, shrub. Let me ask you a question. How does Tittles want to spend all his time chasing after mailman? And what do I have to do all day, fellow scrubbers? Please. Shrub, shrub. But now, with Willy Wonka's wild and wonderful wishy-washy Wonka Walker, please don't make me say that again, Tittles gets to run, and I can have fun. Scrub, scrub. This morning, Kristen Toto, host of the Hollywood and Toto podcast, says... He really liked learning about the young Willy Wonka. I was charmed by it, and I'm surprised it felt unnecessary. And I'm one of those many people who just embrace the Gene Wilder version and think no one can top it. Even Johnny Depp couldn't quite get there. But I think what we see here with Timothy Chalamet is a different kind of Willy Wonka. He's sweeter. He's kinder. He doesn't have the dark edge that we saw in that original classic movie. And I think it works with the story. It is about how he was trying to be a chocolatier, all the struggles he he had to endure, a little bit of magic that came his way. And of course, an Oompa Loompa here played by Hugh Grant. And I have to say, the technology to make him smaller and to 
and make him oompa loompa like I found endlessly entertaining. I don't know why. It just struck me as funny. He plays a, no pun intended, small part, but I just thought it was just part of the merriment here. Uh, the songs are fine. I didn't think Chalamet has a great voice, but certainly good enough for the gig here. And I think if you push aside the expectations and, you know, disconnect it directly from what Gene Wilder brought, I think this is a fine family film. We also have uh, now playing in some theaters around here a, a rather odd film. It's getting quite a bit of Oscar buzz. Emma Stone is the star. The film is called Poor Things. I've heard some people call it a very adult version of Barbie. I don't know if you agree with that premise, but certainly it is another case of a woman's experience in our world. Why don't I let you pick it up from there? It's quite a quirky film, I understand. It certainly is, and it is certainly not for the youngins. It is a very hard R-rated movie, and I would call it more of a female Frankenstein. We've got a mad scientist type play by Willem Dafoe. He creates this creation who is Emma Stone, but instead of having an Abby normal brain like we saw in Young Frankenstein, it is a young, robust brain. So Emma Stone's character is able to grow and mature and learn and really become part of society. And it's how she integrates with this society, which is set in the past, but there are touches that feel like it's the present or even the future. That's kind of part of the, the surreal charm here. And it is a feminist look at Frankenstein in a way, which is original and fresh. There is a lot of sexuality in the movie, and there's also a lot of laughs. I found the last act to be a bit, I guess, finger-wagging, I might say. I think that the messages about uh, the, our society, about our patriarchal system, are established very well mid-movie. And then I think they really kind of go again and again and again. So I felt it was a little over, kind of heavy-handed there. But otherwise – Really an original, fresh, bracing film, and boy, is Emma Stone wonderful in this movie. I would be shocked if she doesn't get another Oscar nomination. She is terrific in a very weird, challenging, funny, unexpected role, but she nails it every time. With stuff for you to watch this weekend, that's Hollywood in Toto podcast host Christian Toto on Skype with our Dimitri Soder. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this early Friday morning. An arrest warrant is out this morning for a man in Rockville where city police say there he ran into three people before driving away right outside of the Montgomery County Circuit Courthouse. It happened on Thursday. More reaction this morning on potential move for the Caps and Whiz out of downtown D.C. and into northern Virginia. And Russian President Putin says there will be no peace until his goals are met in the war with Ukraine. Stay with WTOP for more in minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, December 15th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 1-18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. First traffic for that, we head over to the traffic desk and the latest this morning from Butch Seltzer. 
In Maryland, we have an accident in Germantown on Father Hurley Boulevard. That's at Wisteria Drive. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, northbound after 175, we have road work there with only one lane getting by uh, to the right through that work zone. On the inner loop beltway between 355 and Connecticut Avenue, only two right lanes are getting by. In Virginia, disabled vehicle, the right lane and the right shoulder are blocked in Quantico on 95 southbound at the Quantico Triangle. 395 northbound at Washington Boulevard, only two left lanes are getting by. Road construction closes two lanes in Lorton on 95 northbound at Lorton Road. We're completely jammed now in Rosslyn. That's due to construction. Has the right lane closed 66 westbound between Lee Highway and Sprout Run Parkway. Capital Beltway inner loop between the Dulles Toll Road and George Washington Parkway. Roadway has only the right lane getting by through the work zone. Southbound 95 after Prince William Parkway, only the right lane getting by. Construction on 66 westbound after the Roslyn Tunnel towards Glebe Road. Traffic is moving very slowly through there as well. In the district, uh, construction has the right lane closed at New York Avenue, in down at Florida Avenue. Northbound down to a single lane headed towards New York Avenue and water service repairs has a roadway closed on Gallatin Street in both directions between 16th and 13th Street. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Clear and cold early on this Friday. Temperatures in the 20s to around 30 degrees. will warm rapidly and what a comfortable day it's going to be. We'll top out in the mid to upper 50s for the afternoon. Again, a really pretty sky. On Saturday, some high clouds late, mid 50s for temperatures and the perfect day for the weekend too. We're on storm alert on Sunday with windswept rain. The heaviest is expected during the latter part of the day. Your evening, your over night going into early Monday morning could get one to two inches of rain and wind gusts around 40 to 45 miles per hour. Possible alert for Monday with falling temperatures. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now it's chilly. We're at 30 degrees. Gaithersburg, 33. Arlington, 32. In Lanham, this one a.m. hour. Friday morning, December 15th, 31. In Holding, in our nation's capital. Brought to you this Friday morning on TOP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. GM plans layoffs. We'll talk about that next on WTOP at 121. Good morning. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Joey from Vermont, a farmer trying to get through the winter. Adriana from South Carolina, a single mother living paycheck to paycheck. Liam from Ohio, an injured father struggling to provide for his family. Hi, I'm Shinola Hampton. And I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning where the time now is 122. This is WTOP News. Word this morning that Australia will apparently buy three nuclear-powered submarines from the United States in the next decade before building a new class of sub with Britain. 
It's all part, we're told, of a plan to use U.S. nuclear propulsion technology around 2040. Legislation to allow Australia to purchase three Virginia-class submarines was stalled amid concerns it could weaken US defences. But Congress has now approved the bill. And that will be so important for Australia's national security. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. Democrat Joe Courtney is playing down suggestions. Future presidents could rescind the AUKUS arrangement. Whatever president that might be would, would face you know tremendous blowback. The deal to be completed by 2030. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Canberra, Australia. Emergency crews responding to a plane on fire on Interstate 26 this week near Asheville, North Carolina after the single-engine craft apparently made an emergency landing. WSPA-TV's Gordon Dill has the latest for us this morning. That plane, as it came down, we've learned at least took out some power lines on the way down as well. We know many uh, people in that area are without power. Important to people traveling in that area. That side of the interstate that is westbound I-26 near Asheville is closed. In fact, the DOT telling us likely that is closed indefinitely. We can tell you this is a small plane coming from uh, Knoxville to Asheville. In other news, GM General Motors apparently plans to lay off more than 1,300 workers at two plants in Michigan. According to state documents, the automaker will cut 945 jobs at its Orion Assembly plants and 369 jobs at Lansing Grand River Assembly and Stamping. GM says the cuts in Orion Township are due to delayed production of the Chevrolet Silverado EV and GMC Sierra EV. The layoffs in Lansing are because GM no longer plans to make the Camaro. The cuts will happen in phases that start January 1st and end in March. Workers will be offered other jobs within the company. Luke Sloan for CBS News, Detroit. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Hi, this is Matt Bibbo, General Manager at BMW Mini of Sterling. Due to the overwhelming response for our Black Friday One Price Sales event, we are going to be doing it again from December 26th to December 31st. Wait, did you say One Price, like no haggling, no let me talk to my manager? Yeah, I did. With the aggressive year in incentives, this one price sales event might be the holiday gift you are looking for. Save time, save money. We're making it easy at BMW and Mini of Sterling, located in Sterling, Virginia. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. WTOP Sports Time, Friday morning, December 15th, 125, and Mr. Steve Dresner. We'll start with hockey, a good division battle for the Caps, but they weren't able to hold on to a third period lead, and in the end, they suffered a 4-3 overtime loss to Philly. After the game, Caps goalie Charlie Lindgren on a good effort despite the loss. I thought we had a really good game plan coming into tonight. I think we're a really well-coached team. I think uh, you know our guys are, are bought in, um, and that's why you see uh, us having a really good first and a uh, really good effort here on the road. The Caps road trip continues on Saturday in Nashville, then it's on to Carolina on Sunday. Over to the NFL and what a wild and crazy game in Las Vegas on Thursday night. The Raiders crushed the Chargers 63 to 21. Las Vegas actually led 42 to nothing at halftime. That was their biggest halftime lead in team history. Over to the NBA, the Wizards get back to work later on this evening, hoping to put an end to their 